Hear ye, hear ye! Welcome to the Holga Games! <laughs> okay, well, you can tell that someone hasn't seen the Hunger Games or read any of the books. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Okay. Uh, well, it was just this idea. Um, I was gifted a camera. It was a Holga. And Eric was like, hey, maybe I should get a Holga. And I was like, yeah, you should get one. So we've been kind of just like, he's rediscovering his Holga. And I'm actually shooting a Holga for the first time because I never had one before. And that's why it was gifted to me. They felt that it was my duty to, <laughs> to experience it. Yeah. So we decided to kind of give some parameters of what to shoot. Oh, that's um, right, we did do to that. kind of help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd shot Holga quite a bit before. It was my first back to film camera, and I had it for I don't know a year, maybe two, and I shot several dozen rolls on it. Uh, it was good. It was all right. I moved on to other things, first TLRs, and then. Mamiya's and various 35 millimeter cameras and then large format but mm -hmm. I thought like well you know why not try Holga again because yeah. we've got this podcast and we have to do something yes so, exactly yeah well <laughs> let's okay what are we developing today I'm developing Kodak Tri-X <laughs> Thing. I never shoot Tri-X. And I figured, I had this roll of Tri-X expired in 2001, and like, I don't really want to shoot this. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to feed it into the Holga. And we also shot color. And I, 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 I have, I shot a roll of color. I don't remember what it was. Some, some color. Ectochrome, maybe? Maybe old Ectochrome. Or Ektar 25 or something. It's something old. I shot two expired rolls in this. What did you shoot in yours? I shot Kodak Portra 160. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Portra 400 was the first film I ever shot in the Holga. Like way oh, back. Oh, fun. Like 10 years ago or something. Okay. So yeah, I like, I, I you know, I like it. You know, I like it well enough. And what black and white did you shoot? Um, it's still in there, so I haven't finished that role yet, mm, but I will tisk. by the end of, but by, by the, the end of this episode, by the futures, <laughs> it will be done. Okay, good to know. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Um, I think it was T-Max 400. Oh, okay. That could be, that so yeah, I decided, uh, do like a hundred-ish speed for color and then 400 for black and white. And I think you and, uh, Grumpy Man with a Camera kind of recommended like to start with 400 speed. I really like metering, and this camera takes that away from me because there's one shutter speed and and two apertures, which I think is f eight and f eleven maybe. Okay. And the shutter speed is roughly one one hundredth of a second. So, I would have to instead of the only thing you can adjust is the film that you put in it. So you get there and it's a sunny day, and so you got to use one hundred or fifty speed film. And if it's a cloudy day, you have to use like 200 or 100, maybe 400, depending how dark it is. But, you know, film has pretty good latitude. So you're going to get something no matter what you do, for the most mm -hmm. part. So, I don't know. Let's start developing. You're doing the color. I'm yes. developing 
Triax in HC 110B for five and a half minutes. I'm gonna okay. dump my pre-soak. One of the things that's notable about Kodak Triax is that the anti-halation layer is clear, so you don't get any pretty water coming off in the pre-soak, which, Aww. you know, takes away like 75% of the reason to pre-soak. <laughs> I, I dislike that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start. And I'm adding. And I guess Kodak changed something in Triax somewhat recently, and I don't know how recently, it's been like the past 10 years or something, where they changed the times for development at least in HC 110. I think the times now are closer to like three and a half minutes. And oh. the old times were five and a half, apparently. I don't know, I didn't do a lot of research about this because I don't care. Does it have something to do with the new for like uh, the newer formula of HC 110? Um, you know it could. I don't think so. Though. I think all those times, I think all those times stayed the same. But I don't know. I don't use HC 110 actually. I use oh, what is it called? It's by Legacy Pro. It is L 110 Liquid Film Developer, but it's the exact same. Exact same effects and results that you would get with HC 110 at like half the price. Mm -hmm. You're doing C41. I am. Okay. Yep. So Just let's, color. let's talk about you shooting the Holga. What did you think? Well, um, I think I kind of mentioned this in the main episode where. I feel like maybe I fall back on like my cameras as far as like the glass and and the way that they you know function. I think I kind of lean on that for yeah. good work. Uh, so I am I was kind of honestly like a little bit nervous. Like oh my gosh, <laughs> what if I can't do this? Maybe it's too simplified for me and okay. um, my pictures are gonna suck. <laughs> but they're supposed to suck. <laughs> Well, I'm trying not to. I don't want them to suck. I want. No, I want to. I want to get it. I also kind of want to figure out what I'm going to use this camera for. Like, yeah. maybe there's something specifically that I really enjoy doing. I just don't know what that is yet. So I'm kind of discovering the Holga in kind of a fun way. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I obviously I've shot it before. But there's, I've shot a lot of cameras since then. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It was sort of just there. Like, you put the camera up to your face, you look through the hole, and you push a button, and you're not really sure if the shutter fired or not. <laughs> at all. I mean, you have no idea. And it's kind of like, okay, I guess that's it. I guess I'm done. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the click is definitely not um, dramatic. No, it's not dramatic, satisfi satisfying, or reassuring in the least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very mellow click. And so on the bottom, you have uh, two settings for the shutter. You have B and N. And B, I assumed, meant bulb, which means that you push it and it stays open until you, until you let it go. 
And N meant normal, I guess. And that should be like the normal. You push it and it flicks. Mm-hmm. But they sound exactly the same and they feel exactly the same. So mm. if something happened with that switch and it was stuck on B, you wouldn't notice it. And so actually there's, there's definitely a picture in here of me looking into the camera trying to see the shutter firing. Okay, so I should know this because, you know, I have a camera and I should have read the instructions, but I don't know what that is, and I should, hopefully the future, future Eric and Vanya will know what that is, but I did turn my camera around last night to Mm -hmm. put it on bulb because I was going to take a picture of like a neon sign, and it was already on B, so I've been shooting on B this whole time. (laughs) Shit, seriously. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I hope you enjoy your roll of light. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's... I'm not really sure what I'm getting out of this roll anyway, so... Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that, that should be interesting. That should be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I know that there are two pictures I purposely took with Bulb on this, I think on this roll. Okay. One or two. And uh, what, what are some of the, we had some parameters, some, some suggestions. Tonight yes. we can get that, into that more into the futures, because we'll be talking about them, was landscape, mm-hmm. uh, self-portrait, which I did manage to do. Oh, good. Uh, there was experimental, which I, I, sure, I did. I don't know. <laughs> um, there was something else. Long exposure. I definitely, well, I did that with a with bulb. I don't remember why, but I did it on, on a tripod. I actually put it on a tripod and did it. <laughs> Panorama. I did that where you took it. You take a picture and you advance the film and you move the camera, mm-hmm. and you get the you, and you take another another picture and and you know they line up like it's a panorama. That's a, mm-hmm. a thing that you can do. Did you already say double exposure? Um, I did not. No, I, I definitely did double exposure as well. I don't remember why. I don't remember why. I'm not a big fan of double exposures. Eric doesn't even need to use the Holga for double exposures. He he does them in all his cameras. Oh, yeah. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I guess I can tell the story. I'm stopping yeah. right now. So this will be a stop story. Okay. And, okay. So I was at this lake called Lower Goose Lake. And there were these birds that kind of looked like seagulls, but I, they weren't. And not they goose were or geese. Definitely <laughs> not geese. And they were diving down into the water, like straight down. And then coming back up the same location, and they seemingly had nothing in their mouths. So they probably got some some bugs or some plants or something down there. Or they just were, were really bad at what they did. And I was like, I, I can get a picture of these, because they're, they're, you know, they're right there. And so I had my Mamiya RV67, and I did. I got a picture of them, and I was so ecstatic. It was like highlight of, of, a, of a pretty good shooting weekend. Really ecstatic. And... I did not advance the film until <laughs> I took the next picture several hours later of, uh, of a, an old schoolhouse. And so I developed the pictures and I looked at the picture of the old schoolhouse and I was really excited to see the bird. And so I took a few pictures from that same location without the bird in it. And I was like, well, there's the picture. There should be a bird in this picture and there's nothing. I was like, well, did I catch him like underwater? And I just, there's no ripples or anything. Are, they, are the birds like, mystical magic birds 
But then I looked at the next picture, which was the one of the schoolhouse, and I saw that there was some sky in the schoolhouse, where there shouldn't have been sky, like, inside the schoolhouse. And so I realized that, yeah, okay, I, I, I probably did capture the bird, but I took a picture of a schoolhouse over it. The Mamiya is supposed to have a, a mechanism in it where you can't do a double exposure, but mine doesn't, so looks like I gotta go back there and try to do that again. Which is kind of, which is, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, but they, there's a, it's a migratory bird place. I'm done stopping, by the way. I'm not peeing. If, I don't know if people have the same problem. Um, I probably have told Eric this before, but as just some unsolicited advice, uh, I, every single camera that uh, I have and use, yeah, I train myself to like to use it a specific way. So my RB, I, I actually um, flip the the mirror back up and then advance the film, and that is what I have done since the very beginning. And I have just trained myself to do that every single time, and then well, usually <laughs> that helps with like any mistakes if like, oh, did I advance the film? Did I not? What did I do? And so every camera, I just find a way, I train myself to do it a certain way. So then I'm a hundred percent sure that this was, you know, this was shot or it wasn't shot. Yeah. That's what I do with, with the RV, especially I take the picture. I don't, I don't lift the mirror again. I keep the mirror down. But yeah, which I is do, odd. That bothers me. <laughs> I, I, it's just how I do it. But I do advance the film every time. It is like mechanical, which is why when I didn't do it, it kind of surprised me. Like, oh, I, that's weird that I didn't do that. But I think it was, I was just so excited. <laughs> mm -hmm. it was, I was so excited. I don't shoot wildlife, really. And I'm never mm -hmm. close enough to shoot something like this. And so when it happened, I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, this is amazing. And I didn't yeah. advance the film. And that's a real bummer. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So I'll probably go back there next week and, and try to capture the guy again. But hopefully they're still there. It's a beautiful little place. Uh, there will be some shots of that place on this roll of film. So, so what do you think you will use the Holga for going forward? Anything? Um, well, I do have this, this Mexico trip and I'm, I've been debating on taking it cause it's like, it's just so light and easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to drown it in the, in the water, Okay. but I was kind of taking a look at all the little, um, small pieces inside and it's going to just totally corrode and get gross. It will. So I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. I, I think these two rolls... I I did a couple different things, yeah. um, and I'm just trying to see what, what worked and what didn't. And from there, uh, I'll just be like, okay, like I really like doing this, so I'm going to try this. Like I, I did this one thing with this roll. Um, I have this like teardrop crystal that my mom gave me when I was a kid, and you put it in your window, and it makes everything rainbowy. Uh, so I brought that with me in my pocket and I put it in front of the lens and I'm okay. like, I don't know if this is actually going to work because this is not what, what it's for, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> did, did you do that to the role that you're shooting, that you're developing now? Yes. 
So no, it won't work. <laughs> it might. I mean, maybe. Yeah, it might. It might work. Okay. It might. It might. It might work. There's is a possibility. Yeah. Possibility. Sure. Well, so what's, I, the, what's your dog kind, story? Yeah. Well, I feel like it was not as hard to load as as I thought oh. it was going to be. So wait, you thought I the whole was gonna be hard to load? No, no, no. Like on the reel. I guess I should tell my story. So basically last night I was um, checking my email and trying to finalize my website and Macy, who is the sassy hellhound of the house, uh, half pug, half uh, beagle, had uh, what I thought was a cigar at first. I don't know why. That just Uh, seems normal. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you know. It's like all dogs go to heaven over here, you know, <laughs> on the side. She has a, a racetrack <laughs> in a junkyard. Uh, anyways, sorry, guys. <laughs> a little nostalgic moment right now. Um, it was my my film. So this is the second time this has happened to me. Where it is, yeah. A dog has decided that my film is something to chew on. Uh, this was on my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, when we're gone, she gets up on the table. <laughs> well, here's a question. Where was the first roll of film that was chewed on by a dog? Where was that located? I'm not sure. It was probably on the, um, on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Which is shorter, but I don't know. I can't remember. Do you think it's possible that leaving your, your film on places is a bad idea? With yes. a dog in the house? Okay. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing that we've got commercial sign because I've got to wash my film right now. Let's begin washing. The Transformers will return after these messages. Mom? Dad? Stuart here. I know, you're wondering, what's he doing on television? Oh, it's a crazy story, I'll tell you later. But while I've got you here, I want you to know, what I want for graduation is a Kodak disc camera. The disc winds itself, it flashes itself, makes it real hard to miss a picture. See, I just took two pictures of the cameraman and I don't even know him. It's fun. The Kodak disc camera. Buy me this, and I'll let you make my room into a den. We now return to the Transformers. And we're back. We are back. Yes. So, well, what? <laughs> Sorry. I guess it's ready to pull the negatives, so. Yeah. It's time. What have you got? I got to the roll a little bit sooner than the last time this happened to me. You, you wait, you got to the roll. Yeah. What do you mean? What does that mean? Well, Macy had been chewing the, you know, the roll for oh, not as oh. long as Bodie had been, like a couple okay, years so ago when he did it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so it's not as badly mauled as first suspected. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it wasn't that hard to uh, to load on the steel reels. Uh, if okay. I had to use plastic, it would have been a nightmare. Okay. Um. About, let's see, we got little chunks starting, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, about six of them. So about 50% of the, uh, <laughs> the images have, uh, 
a really chewed up uh, corner. And then the rest of the roll where it was chewed up, there's some light kind of uh, coming through, which kind of looks kind of fun. So I don't know. We'll see. Is that the Holga or the dog? (laughs) The Holga. (laughs) No, not the Holga. She didn't chew the camera, just the film. Well, no, right. But I meant it's the effects, the Holga or the dog. Yeah, it's the effects. Right. Okay. So, how do they look? you have images? I do have some images. Okay. Um, so it the looks B- like I have a problem with focusing. <laughs> well, if you are if you shot it on bulb, you're going to have a lot of motion blur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... It's kind of a bummer, too, because I uh, I went to this really cool dried lake. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, yeah, and I walked down there, too. It, it was... I'm definitely going to have to go back to that spot because that okay. was a lot of fun. I hadn't been there in several years, and it was kind of cool to just, like, go down there and check it out. Yeah, I bet. Well, I got negatives. Um, What you got there? Uh, you know, it's kind of the normal bullshit that I take, but with a Holga. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was taken at, at Drumheller Channels, which, you know, y'all have seen a ton of pictures of. Mm-hmm. But you guys see him taken with a Holga now. Yay! Yay! So, let's, um, let's go to the future. Okay. And see what the hell we're looking at. And welcome to the future just like that with a blink of an eye or bat of an eye or bats in a cave here we are exactly like bats in a cave future bats in a future cave yes so we gave ourselves parameters yes and those parameter not parameters i guess but things we're supposed to do we we have a set a set list of types of pictures we're taking because why not? So the first one we're going to start with is self-portraits. Neither of us take Ooh. a lot of self-portraits. Nope. So what is yours? It's a self-portrait. <laughs> that is that is true. I am laying on my bed. You can see my quilted pillow. And I this, the blinds, there was like some sun kind of shining through the blinds. And I thought... There was like this really cool shadow on my forehead, so I took a picture of it. I like it. I am kind of out of focus, but meh. Well, I don't think you can, like with the Holga, I don't think even if you you screw out the lens to focus something on close, I don't think you can hold it arm's length and and get an in-focus picture unless your arms are like supernaturally long. Mine are definitely not super. If anything, they're the opposite of super long, and they're super short. Like T Rex arms. Yes, basically. Okay. So, I probably should work on my self portrait skills. Yeah, why not? Now, this is your black and white one, so you you shot on HP five, right? Yes. Okay. How about yours? Well, mine is a shadow. Yeah, I really like this. This is very, very you. Yeah, shadow in grass. Um, There's a chance this is a double exposure. I kind of remember taking it as a double exposure, but you can't really tell. No, you can't. But the 
does look like there's some texture on the top of the frame. Yeah, I think I think it is. I think it's two shots of grass. Okay. <laughs> so not a great double exposure, but I wasn't trying to do a double exposure at this point. I was just doing a self-portrait. And this is also black and white. And my black and white photos are, what was I developing? Oh, it was Triax, that's right. So there we are. So I'm Next not going step. to work on my, I'm not going to work on my, my um, self-portrait skills. <laughs> That's okay. So next stop is double exposure. What is, what is yours? It looks like flowers and Castaic Lake. I really like this because the flowers in the sky. Mm-hmm. I really like it. It was really windy and I knew I was going to get some blur, but spoiler alert, um, when I was shooting the color roll, I didn't realize that it was on bulb the whole time. <laughs> That's right. So, um, yeah. What film was this again? This was Portra 160, I think. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it looks very, uh, I don't know, I was going to say saturated, but something. It looks very... Like a, ah, it's like a mute saturation and I, that doesn't make any sense. But once you guys see it, maybe it's like a mute with a contrast. I don't know. You'll see it though. We'll have these in the show notes. It was a pretty sunny day. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it was. All right. Well, and your double exposure? My double exposure is one I talked about. And that is, I wasn't sure if B or N was the one to shoot it on. I figured that B was bulb and it just didn't make a lot of, ah, I was sleepy. So I, I pointed the camera at myself to see if I could look into the lens and take the picture and see the shutter move. And I did. And I made a double exposure of a lake and my, my face. So this is also a self-portrait. So both of my <laughs> self-portraits are double exposures. <laughs> it's nice to give myself a little bit of, of uh, breathing room here. But, I thought you weren't working on your self-portraits. Oh, I'm clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> so our next was panoramic. Yes. And oh, it's like, and here's your self-portrait again. <laughs> this, is, this is me. And no, it's not. So this, the first one is yours. It's a black and white. And yeah. what is this of? It is the um, porch of my house. Okay. And I was trying to get the, there's a plane. There if you is. look in the center of the picture on the right there's a plane yeah that's really cool and then to the left between the whatever kind of cable wire and my planter my disco ball planter i love your disco there's ball a, planter the same plane uh oh. flying okay over there oh yeah. i see i didn't notice that before that's really cool so i've never really taken like panos before yeah um I've, I've had like a pano camera but i've never tried to shoot panos before so this obviously is a very novice look but i it made me once i put it together in photoshop i was kind of like mm, i think i'm okay with them not matching up they're a little wonky but i'm into it yeah now did you do you you with the panoramas and the holga they, they people like to take the picture and then advance the film and then you move the camera to the next, you know, to the next shot, but you move it so that when you develop the film, the pan, it looks like a panorama on the negative, 
Did you do? Were you able to figure out which way that that happens? No. Yeah, I cannot. No. I cannot wrap my brain around it. I figure so, it out, and then my brain flips it on me. So I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. So that would be the left first. Yeah, I do not know. I've, and then the right. It's always the same thing. So if you if you if you want to do a bunch of these and you want to mark on your Holga, like move this way for panorama, put a little arrow. It'll always be right, but I don't know which way that is. And I'm sure so it would be left to right, like reading. I'm assuming. I just don't know. I can't. My brain cannot wrap its head around mm. that. So I need someone to just tell me this is what you do, and I'll do it. But un unfortunately, my brain doesn't work that way, and I'm sorry. I'll never be able to remember it. Well, let's talk about your stupid pano. That's amazing. Well, my stupid pano was taken on a wonderful little morning on a lake overlooking my campsite. And there's a nice reflection of some basalt columns. And the sky is has, has those dumb fluffy clouds in it. Not like the big poofy ones, but the ones that are kind of up in the air really high. Like chemtrails. Well, you have you have a contrail from Jet's in the photo and I fucking hate those things. So yeah, that's there. That's the kind of clouds, the, the high wispy ones. You know that if the high, you go They're high wispy- They're called cirrus clouds, by the way. Okay, well, if you have the cirrus clouds, you know you're <laughs> gonna get the contrails if there's a jet flying over, which is that's, a real- bummer. That would predict rain, I'm assuming, no. coming. No, no. Cirrus clouds, don't they predict rain? I mean, not these, this is the desert. So pretty much nothing predicts rain except for, oh my God, there's a storm now. But no, I don't, I don't. These, these clouds are definitely not predictors of rain out here. They're not rain clouds. Okay. But it's a nice golden hue on it. This is the color film, which was, fuck did I shoot? It was uh, expired. Well, it is, yeah. Oh, it was ectochrome 100. I shot expired ectochrome 100. <laughs> That's and then fun. you developed it in ECN2. And this is a really good replication. No, replication is not the right word. This is a really good example of what ECN2 can do to expired slide film. I yeah, love it. Really beautiful. I absolutely love it. So we'll move on to experimental. And I had no idea what you meant by experimental, but you had some idea. So what do you have? Okay, well, for experimental, I mentioned earlier in Dev Party that I stuck like this little crystal in front of the lens. Right. Uh, did not work at okay. all. Didn't work. But there was like a mark that I was trying to get rid of, and I had a Band-Aid tool on Photoshop, and I was like erasing lint. And I noticed that the eraser tool was too big, and it made a very strange like weird blotch on my negative okay and i was like oh i kind of like that so then i kind of clicked it again i was like yeah that's cool so i basically just took a band-aid tool <laughs> and mushed the shit out of this picture and now it's experimental it looks like what i wanted the crystal to do oh cool okay <laughs> i guess we never really specified that it had to be analog experimentation yeah, because so that's we? what I did. It's cool. experimental. Honestly, it's kind of cool. I I think I used it in a background on my website for something. Oh, cool. I like that. That's awesome. Uh, and that's also color. And there's a really some really lovely blues going on up on the top there. I really and light leaks. Fun. Yes. Well, it looks like it's the light leak from the, from the red window. Possibly, yes. Okay. 
I had a few of those on the black and white roll, but not on the color, which is hmm. odd. So my experimental shot was, I mean, literally anything I'm shooting here would be experimental. I don't do a lot with these kinds of cameras anymore, but I decided that, well, what happens if I focus on something close? which I guess is experimenting with focus. I don't know. We didn't have any real rules set up here for this. He and just I, always has to make it this dramatic thing. Just be experimental, man. Just let it go. Well, I don't even know what to So I found that people who've been following me for, for, I don't know, at least two months know that there is a Nissan engine in a place where I where I frequent. And so I found this engine again and photographed it with the Holka. I experimented by focusing on it close up and also from shooting it at an angle that I've never shot it before. Ooh. It's, I mean, it's a good. It's a fucking good. engine. Yeah, it's just, it's an engine kind of out of context. So it is what it is. So our yeah, last you one. You nailed the focus pretty well. Well, I think I did. Yeah, thank you. So the last ones are. What what are the last one? What's the last rule that we have that we need to do something for? What was that? That was um, oh long exposure. Yeah, long okay. exposure. So doing a long exposure, well, you did a whole roll of them, accidentally. Yeah, so I kind of just like decided to just pick my favorite picture out of the bunch because all of them were long exposures because I had my camera on bulb, which makes sense now because when I shot the first ever roll in it, everything kind of looked soft and I was pretty still with my camera. So so I, I feel a little better. Um, yeah, I need some work, obviously. Um, Olga is not easy, you know? It's, she's, she is grumpy. It's a, yeah, it's a very <laughs> grumpy camera. She's fucking grumpy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, so the picture I chose is a double double exposure okay uh the first shot was taken from the road and it was of the dry lake that i found on the side of the road i thought was really cool the um what is it it's it's not calcium it's um it looks like some kind of alkali alkali sorry something yes yeah it's just like a white dry bed it looks really really cool Uh, so I shot from my car with a yellow filter over, oh, over the, the color film. Yeah. And that's why it's yellow on the top yeah, was that... instead of white. Okay. And then why when I went you... down to the dry lake and walked on it, I took another photo on top of it, probably on accident because I don't remember <laughs> doing that. And uh, that's the... Um, that's the white that's layered on the top of it. It just okay. looks cool. I, I'm into no, it. No, I think it looks great. It's and there are some, shot. some light leaks up the top. That's really kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of sizzly yeah. light leaks. Neat. Yeah. So I went to, I stepped on it and it was, uh, it was still wet underneath. There was oh, moisture. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like what 10 year old Vanya would think quicksand would be like, you that know? Makes sense. Like if I was a if I was a kid and I lived out here, oh my god, I would have a blast. Like I would bring out like all my plastic dinosaurs and He-Man toys and come out here and like they would all get stuck in quicksand. It would be amazing. It kind of sounds fun, actually. Doesn't it? Yeah, a little I, bit. Like I miss that. I, I it's like my mom was super well organized and we had this Tupperware 
okay. like really clean Tupperware full of like plastic toys. And it was like dinosaurs and like all my brother's old toys. So there was like a bunch of stuff from like the 70s. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then like Fraggle Rock stuff because Fraggle Rock is the shit. And then I had like the strawberry shortcake dolls because the hair smelled really good. It did. It really did. My sister had some of those and amazing. Amazing. Yes. And then My Little Ponies. I was like obsessed with like My Little Ponies. It makes I sense. I still actually have all my My Little Ponies, by the way. I gave them to Marley. Oh, that's that's really sweet. And now she's like, what the fuck? She's like 13. She don't want the My Little Ponies. Of course not. She has to find a brony. And, <laughs> and then give them to him. And then give them to him. Yeah, Why exactly. not? Okay, so there's my story. Uh, I will be revisiting the this dry lake again. Okay. Um. I look forward to having my Holga with me again and having it not on bulb. <laughs> <laughs> well, my long exposure was, if you're following me again for more than a few months, you know that there is a, a, a little spot of bunch grass out in this one area that I hike. And so I went out there with the Holga and I set up the tripod. I put the Holga on the tripod. And since it was, you know, light enough to take a regular picture, I threw, I held an ND filter over the lens and held the shutter open for, I don't know, 10 seconds or something, whatever it was. Mm. You can't tell. It doesn't look like any is any difference, but that's what it's happened. It's a really photo. good job. I well, mean, you had it on the tripod, so that makes sense. Yeah. What is bunch grass, by the way? So just in case anybody well, bunch doesn't grass know. is native, like very large native grass that grows in bunches in well, it's all over the West, but it's very prominent in certain places in Washington. It used to be a lot more prominent and then grazing happened, but there's still, if you look where, if you know where to look, there's still a bunch of it. There's still a bunch of bunch grass. Ooh. Ooh. But out here, there's just one bunch and uh, it's- So it, would that be one bunch or would that just be like something else? I think it'd be a bunch of grass, but only one bunch. Okay. Not gotcha. to be confused with because a, bunch a single of grass. blade wouldn't be a bunch. Well, a single blade of bunch grass would still technically be bunch grass. Bunch grass. Now, now I'm 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 dying. <laughs> You're turning into a monster. I am. <laughs> Say bunch. bunch grass three times bunch. in the mirror, and then turn off the lights, and then the bunch grass monster will show up behind you. <laughs> did you do that too? I think I did. I did. Um, well, I'm clearly losing my voice. So those were what we did. We're going very long on this. But what do you think about your roles in general? They're actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you're going to be shooting Holga at all anymore? Well, yeah, I have to because now I'm determined. Like, I have to get a good shot. With this okay. Silly camera. I don't want to make excuses for myself. Oh, God, no. I just... I just need to, you know, like give it a little bit more extra TLC. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, gosh. I, I don't know what to do with this thing, but hopefully I can figure it out. I will. How about you? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not taking it on my trip this this. Yes. Summer. Can you? Because I was thinking we should tape them together. I'm not, Why? Why would we do that? Stereo. I don't want to do that. Oh, God. I don't want to. I, I always have all these good ideas and you always shoot them down. <laughs> I don't, I mean, look, I don't want to deal with the Holga. And I want to take something else. 
I don't know. It's very light. Maybe I will for some kind of hiking purposes, but. You're really good. At, like the silly thing is he's, you sh- you guys, I can't wait till you guys see the pano. It's really good. <laughs> he's really good at taking pictures with this camera. Uh, thank you. I do appreciate that. I don't know if I agree, <laughs> but I do appreciate it. I will say okay. you, you are going to be good too. If you would shoot it on the normal setting rather than bulb. Yeah. So there we uh, go. You'll you'll get it. It's maybe I'll Hulka. just stick with bulb this whole time. You know, just I mean, they're, they're, figure it out. They're nicely exposed. Yeah, you they know? are. <laughs> they really, they are. If you just throw it on a tripod, you'll you'll be you'll be fine as far as the movement mm. goes. But I mean, really, is that what you want to do? Like shoot Holga on a tripod? <laughs> I mean, you're literally oh, doing yeah. wet plate now. Is this like, oh yeah, I do wet plate and Holga on a tripod? <laughs> I don't know if that's the direction you want to go, but. If it is, no. I will support you. I'm hoping it, there's like a... I should probably just bring it to Mexico with me. I don't know. I'm going to figure something out. I'm going to do something cool with it. Cool. Well, future future Vanya will know this. Yes, exactly. I Unfortunately, will. future Vanya does not. But we should send it back to the past Vanya so they can close out the episode. Okay. That okay. sounds good. Bunch grass, bunch grass, bunch grass. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much, future Eric and Vanya, for the, I'm sure, good, wonderful comments. <laughs> I know for sure that I'm going to need some work. Right now, you don't know what the color looks like. Or sorry, you don't know what the black and white looks like. So future Vanya does know that, and our listeners know that, but we don't know that. Yes. Yes. That is a known unknown. Yeah. For those keeping track. Yep. Known unknown. A known unknown. Known so, unknown. I guess that's it then. Uh, do we, do you do you recommend people buying a Holga? Buying a Holga. I spent forty dollars on a Holga, and that seems that seems like a lot of money to put on a Holga. Do you recommend people buying them? Um, I guess that just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for like a simple toy camera, you could probably find any sort of old, you know, like a brownie or um, the other type color of, clipper. Yeah, 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 like kind of something maybe with some more character. Yeah, um, I think mine's black. I think I'm going to spray paint it. Oh, cool! Um, and make it a little bit more fun. <laughs> nice. And then also figure out what the B and N stand for. <laughs> Bulb and normal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, I recommend, I guess, yeah. I, you know, I would first recommend maybe trying like something, if you want, if you want something 120, try like the Ansco Color Clipper, which is the, the, toy camera look that I really suggest um, Mm -hmm. people get. Uh, The camera that they get if they want that look. You know what I'm saying? Get that camera if you like the look of the Holga but want something that's not a Holga. There you go. If you are okay with shooting 620, go with something like the Imperial Savoy, which Mm -hmm. is a much more fun-looking camera than the Holga. You will get get asked about that in in opportune Mm -hmm. places. Yeah, I think... I have, I mean, there is like maybe lack of personality, but also too, I, 
think about all the people that maybe started shooting with a Holga in the beginning and was so frustrated that they weren't getting good pictures and probably didn't realize it was because like, it's not the limit. It's like not their limitations, but the actual limitations of the camera that maybe they were just like, I don't know if like buying film and for this camera is worth it. And they shelved it. Yeah. I mean, it really depends what film you're shooting in it. You you need to shoot something with like a, like a fairly good latitude, like portrait, honestly. It's a good film to start with it, and Triax is a good film to start with, or you know, any of the black and whites have a pretty good, pretty good latitude. Mm-hmm. Which means you can shoot you know, underexposed or overexposed and develop them at box speed like you would normally, and still get something. You're going to get pictures. Yeah. And that's kind of the most important thing. And it may not be amazing pictures, but you're going to get pictures unless you do something like shoot on bulb for the entire roll, or have your oh. dog chew on it. Yeah, exactly. It's like I do these things on purpose, almost. It's almost... Sometimes, I wonder. (laughs) Sometimes. But I guess that's it. This is, I think, the last dev party before we go on our hiatus. Now, we will have other dev parties that we've recorded before now, except for the futures of one of them, which we haven't recorded yet. So, time warp. That's fine. But we will have dev parties in the normal spot, so every other week. And for the main episodes, we will have nothing. You get nothing! Good day, sir! But we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll be keeping in touch via social media, well, Instagram, as we do our thing, our travels, and also resting and just kind of relaxing and, and not being involved in a podcast for what's going to be like real time about five weeks, five, six weeks. Yeah. We should only miss two, maybe three main episodes. But when we come back in August, we're going to have some new ideas, some exciting new things, and pretty much the old stuff that we've always had. And you have apparently liked enough to be listening to our dev party. So, yes. is that true? I mean, is anything I'm saying here right? I don't know. I think you're saying too much right now. I think I'm wrong. I think the dev part, I think we do have an episode the week after this. It's I the, think we do. That's what I'm Kate saying. Episode. I think you're saying too much. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to cut all of that then. Okay. So, this is not the last dev party. We'll say all of this spiel at the end of the next main episode. Okay. okay. So, tune in again next week because we'll have a regular full episode. It'll be our last full episode of the season. It will have, well, a very special guest, two very special guests, actually, at the same time. So, tune in for that. Until then, thank you for listening to Dev Party. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.